Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The um, Asian Avengers. So weak. The Asian <laughs> Avengers. So weak. So, so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together? Wow. Together. Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. Or you can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? Well? You like opium? <laughs> we never start that way. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, hey. I'm keeping that. I'm keeping that. Welcome to Welcome to another episode of Asian Not Asian Podcast, a podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no Americans care about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. And I'm Mike Nguyen. Today is August 1st, coming at you live from Brooklyn, New York. We hope yep. you're doing well. If you're listening to this on your po- uh, uh, phones right now, please take a screenshot, post it on Instagram stories, tag us at Asian Not Asian Pod. And if you're an iTunes listener, please leave a review. We love hearing from you, a five-star yep, yep. review. Even if yep. you don't feel that way, a five-star review. Yeah. Uh, would like to start this with a quick story of the week. Uh, I've been thinking about this a lot over the last two, three, two, three weeks with everything that's going on in the country right now. But also just like at work, you know, we talked about this with Millie in a previous episode. But yep. I think with everything that's happening, a lot of corporations right now are trying to be allies or at least sort of, you know, uh, be perceived that way. Right. Sure. Doing everything they can to be on the right side of history, which is cool. Uh, if they work in the content sp- space like I do, they're actually encouraging us to like make more content that speaks to that experience. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. recently me and another black comedian coworker of mine, we pitched something at where I work. And the joke is that we're the only non-white writers in the room. And sometimes it's like kind of weird pitching comedy ideas and video yeah. ideas that uh, are like kind of race related and stuff like that. But the, the, the joke is that uh, ever since, you know, all the protests and stuff have been happening, they've been, like, greenlighting all of our ideas. Uh. And, we just, <laughs> and we just don't know if, it's, if they like it or if they feel like they have to like it. So the sketch right. is just, like, me and him pitching wild ideas. And it had to get approved by so many fucking departments for, like, legal reasons or whatever, even though it's going to be a stupid one-minute Twitter video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when it finally got approved, they were, like... They were like, yeah, we like really like this stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, like more of this. And, and there is something that I don't like about how sometimes uh, when you make content that kind of pokes fun at white people or like white institutions, yeah, then then they act like they like that shit. They're like, oh yeah, 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 more of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're oh we're so stupid. Ha <laughs> ha. You know what I mean? And then like yeah, yeah. I don't I don't want that reaction. You know what I mean? That's not why I'm making. Yeah, this. you're trying to hurt you know their feelings. I'm yeah. trying to hurt their feelings. Okay, so it's can not you working. cry? Can you cry? You know. <laughs> Instead, instead, they're just like, oh, that was so good. Hey, here's some money. You know what I'm saying? That, that's, yeah, just how, yeah, yeah. that's how much it doesn't even affect them. They're just like, oh, that's so great. Listen, I'm your boss. Get out of here. You know, like, know. It's, it's crazy. I, I also think it's so meta, too, that, like, you're, I can't tell where the joke ends and reality begins. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, are you, you know, is it possible that maybe the joke 
wrote you. You know what I'm saying? Like the, <laughs> the, the, the you know what I'm saying? The, the sketch is actually reality, and you're the joke, and like you just have no idea where that's, it starts. It's and very stops. possible. It's very you know? possible, man. I know, but that's just something I've been struggling with at work. But I don't know. I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make content, and and that's what it is. But yeah, there is a line where I'm like, man, they hated all my pitches until a month ago, and it's like I don't know if it's a joke or not because that's what actually happened. So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how much this is comedy, how much this is reality. But. I. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. Bottom line, whatever. You know, what I'm saying you get it. Use that white guilt. Get yes. it so that you can get some more uh, things up on the air, S- screen and, time, and more scripts and and more screen time and and more yeah. followers and stuff like that. And uh, you know what? Hey, we'll still be working for them in a Absolutely. couple of years. And, and speaking of, and speaking of people who have taken advantage of this white guilt. <laughs> to get ahead of the industry. <laughs> just what kidding, a, just kidding, just kidding. This uh, the, our guest today. Oh, I can't believe that he, he hit us up. It's been so. I cannot uh, believe it either. It is. I, this it's, is it's crazy. pretty wild that we have him on Zoom right now. Honestly, this guy is so handsome. You know, he, he. I don't know if you noticed this, Mike. When I was telling my story earlier, he was just sitting there looking like far away, and I thought it was like his headshot. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was because you know we're on Zoom. I thought it was a headshot, and then he moved, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like I thought, you know, it's like this I, is like. Night at the museum, uh, you know, uh, when the paintings come out. Honestly, when you were doing it, I actually moved my my Zoom screen so I wouldn't be able to look at him because I was like, <laughs> is he laughing at my jokes too? I hope he's laughing at my jokes. Uh, can I talk now? No, you can <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This, one or, second. One second. This, the guest today, he is a, a, an actor from Australia, now based in LA. Yeah, yeah. He's been, he was Colin Coon and Crazy's Agents. He was in Charlie's Angels. He's in this new hilarious movie with Andy Samberg on Hulu called Palm Springs, which we're going to hear about. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for the amazing Chris Payne. Whoa, whoa. ba da ba 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 what we do on the show, right? You killed it. Okay, hold on here. I promise you, we never do that. We never do that. That's a thing. That's a thing. That's totally. It's a thing. It's a thing now. It's a thing now. And now that we have Chris Pang doing it on Zoom, it's it's going to be a thing forever. Oh my gosh. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks. Thank you for having me. I can't believe you're on here. We're we're obviously huge fans of yours. I guess I mean you know let's just let's just start. You know where where are you right? You are besides Hawaii. Yeah, you're in Hawaii. What do you what are you doing there? I'm in Hawaii. I mean, it's just. <laughs> why? Why would you do what this the to us? Fuck? Why would he show why, us? What this? is this? I thought, get off the show. Get what off is the this? show? Just, get off the show. I'm, I'm, I'm hiding, man. COVID is, you know, it's got the world all crazy, and it's just, it's just the worst. I'm staying indoors, and you know, I'm having to look at this all the time. <laughs> just uh, no work. Just start is this uh, is this some sort of like? Because I also think that uh, who who's the who, who's that other really hot actor, the Korean dude? Uh, he D- Daniel uh, Day Kim. Yeah, is it is, is there some sort of military? Uh, he just got here. Oh, did he's he? Yeah, I'm supposed to like so. I'm out of quarantine tonight. I'm out okay. of quarantine tonight. Oh, at 12 okay. A.M. Wow. And so I've been spending the last 14 days locked up in this this horrible horrible apartment with this devastating view. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, he's he's here. So I'm gonna hit him up when I get out. Is this some sort of thing where you know how we like put all the NBA players together in one place so that you know they're safe? Is this something where we're, we're trying to protect putting, our Asian talent? Yeah, all the Asian talent, the hot, the hot Asian guys. It's like, it's like all, they, they, all five of you. They like it's like it's like that scene in Armageddon. They like they find you wherever you are. It's like get in the helicopter. We got to get you to a safe location. You know, like, oh, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. You need um, to choose our designated survivor as well. 
Um, we need someone far away that they can like <laughs> hold the fort in case we all go down. Well, okay. So we we like did a lot of research on you, and I don't know. I, I couldn't find you talking about this on the internet, but Mike is super into it because he's super into oh, martial cool. arts. So, I'm uh, such a <laughs> But your family, so far, bro. We did a lot of we did a lot of uh, uh, research, and we couldn't find the narrative that we wanted to go with. So we're just gonna ask you anyway. <laughs> we're just gonna go with it, buddy. We're gonna ask you, bro. We gotta uh, yeah. ask you because think, your family's I, crazy, bro. Yeah, I yeah, think Mike, I found your. It, 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 I think I found your dad's kung fu website. Is it Barry Pang? Kung oh, yeah. Fu. Yeah. There you go, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. Hey. There you go, baby. Um, right, you know, so um, <laughs> your dad is your dad. Your like family is like a Wing Chun family. It's like your dad is is an instructor. Your mom is like a really good pr- practitioner. And, and he's related to Bruce Lee. And you're related to Bruce Lee. And so yeah. there's like this whole thing. So um, I guess like I guess the, the just in general, like what was it like growing up? Was that like something? you had to do all the time is that like something you're like oh god i gotta go practice kung fu again you know like is it you know what i'm saying is it or is it like something oh, i just did it and then i just kind of went on with my life you know oh, i kind of like man when you when you say it like that and when i really think about it i feel like such a dumbass because mm. it is like the coolest thing ever and it's the stuff that my parents do is just like yeah how, like every kid should want to do that but when they're your parents it's not the same. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's like yeah. imagine going to school and your dad is the teacher and he's teaching you English. Like, you will hate English. And I hate, <laughs> yeah. Like, I hated martial arts because I was like, man, it's such a chore. And also, so they were running these Kung Fu camps yeah. during the ho- school holidays, right? Um, and it was for like uni students, like college, college, you guys call right. it college, yeah. Um, students, because they had, had classes at, at all the college campuses. And so they'd have all these college college kids going to camp with them for four days training and it was like a shaolin movie you know it was like oh, in the wow. countryside <laughs> and it was like wake up 6 a.m the sun rises and they're oh, doing shit. training on this like it was legit like a, it was sick except as a kid yeah, when yeah, you were yeah like 12 that is the worst thing you could like i waited the whole school term for the holidays i'm gonna spend four days of my holidays at this stupid yeah. camp doing like <laughs> yeah. hanging out with these older kids i just want to play in the sand pit bro i want to play with transformers it was the worst <laughs> thing so i hated it i hated it and i was like forced to do it and so like yeah i mean i i did it yeah uh i did it for like 10 15 years or something that's uh, a long time, man. That's so long. Yeah, yeah it's a, a long, long time. time. Like it's a long time to be not that good at something. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. I feel like I mean, you got you got all these roles. You were uh, in. Yeah, I'm uh, all right. I'm all right. I'm I'm very very lucky. So I got a very very good foundation and base. And I mean, like I think with any of those kind of movement uh, movement sports or, or, uh, or um, disciplines, it's about the foundations. Yeah, you know, so if if you get your stances and and uh, and your body moving in the right way and everything's grounded and stuff, you can kind of apply it to different different disciplines quite easily. Uh, and that's why people sort of, oh yeah, you know, you train different styles and you like Bruce Lee t- took all the bits that he thought worked out of all the different styles, made his own style and stuff. Because the the foundations and and the theory behind it, a lot of it's very similar. Right, right. And so mm. when you go to um, and I say that for most real martial arts because you're trying to attack someone and it applies to all martial arts except for movie martial arts oh interesting oh why is which that? is what i had to do because now you it's it's not it's not attacking someone you're trying your best to not attack someone <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the opposite so you have to like retrain everything but but because i guess i was lucky because i had the foundation i had the training 
for actual uh, martial arts and attack that would work in a real life situation, I was able to make the fake techniques look like they work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. think that's that's a big difference. Like you see a lot of you see a lot of uh, martial arts now in all the TV. Like we kind of got we kind of got spoiled. Like remember back in the day. I don't know how old are you guys. I don't know, maybe maybe you we're, we're old. We're old. We're, 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 we're old. about your age. No, we're about I don't your know. Age. You guys could be like we're fifteen, old. man. We're eight, <laughs> no, I'm I'm thirty. I'm thirty. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Like remember back when like TV used to like the fights and stuff on TV just sucked. Oh yes, I remember. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, and and then and then Matrix happened, and then suddenly like oh. every single <laughs> TV happened. show had like sick martial arts. In yes. It. Because they were like, oh, we can get oh, non-martial artists that are normal actors to look like that. What? We can yeah, use yeah. stuntmen? Are you kidding me? And then suddenly it was like all amazing. Uh, and so we're kind of sport now. But I think it's pretty clear. You can very clearly see the difference between a trained martial artist doing action on screen and someone who is not trained, who's just an actor, who's just come into it and training for a martial arts role. It's, it's pretty clear yeah. for the, like the movement and that. I feel oh, yeah. So I'm uh, lucky. I'm lucky. No, I feel uh, I know too that uh, and we'll get to like talking about Crazy Rich Asians and, and all that stuff, but like I know that Ronnie also does Wing Chun. Ronnie all right? Chang. Uh Ronnie Chang. Dude, Ronnie Ronnie he, firstly Ronnie's just obsessed with BJJ. Like everywhere oh, yes. he goes, he just talks about BJJ. Yeah, Did you yeah, guys oh, talk yeah. about BJJ on your on your show like didn't you take like five minutes out to talk about oh my this? god are you kidding me <laughs> I, so I he, cut it or like he 20 it, yeah, minutes yeah. It, i he don't goes, know was it five he, and it felt like 20. yes he goes <laughs> to my school okay and he and i we we train all the time i miss him so much i miss cuddling with him and but <laughs> he's also obsessed with with uh with wing chun that was like his thing he he did that for a long t for a long time as well did yeah, you guys bar? Did you guys, huh? Did you guys do the sticky? How's your sticky hands, huh? Yeah, we did the sticky hands. Really? But like Ronnie, Ronnie, man, Ronnie chooses the weirdest times to do it. We'll, <laughs> we'll be like, there'll be like times when we're hanging out just one on one, like we're in a hotel room and we're in private and he'll just want to like talk shit and do nothing. But then we'll be in a public place with lots of people and people that we don't know. And then suddenly he's like, hey man, hey, let's do some cheese out. Dude, hey, that's hey, a great that impression. Great, that was a that's great a good Ronnie. impression that was a good of Ronnie. Ronnie. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's like that's I mean, I get it. He's a performer. You gotta wanna do the sticky hands in public, man. Why not? Yeah, you got, I you would do the same people. thing. You know, no, I would be you like don't. You don't, bro. Because <laughs> because the thing about Wing Chun is it looks crap. It's oh, like I see what one you're of saying. the it's like one of the most effective forms of martial arts, but it looks horrible. I know what you and mean. And so and you're like standing there pigeon toed and you're like doing it like, you know, like what are you doing, man? Like, like you don't want to be doing that in a restaurant in front of I people. Can... Nah. That's so funny. But I can see Ronnie Ron wants to do it. Ronnie like is blocking uh, the way to the bathroom. He's like, no, nah, you got to do it with me right now <laughs> before you can go to the bathroom. I just love oh, it. I'm oh, trying boy. to imagine you're like at a cool bar or at a club or something like that. Yeah. And you're like, oh, man, you know, hey, you see those girls over there? I think they want to talk to us. Huh? And he's like, hey, Ronnie, let's like, do some cheese out. <laughs> yeah, they really like that. Come on. Come on. <laughs> You know, you're certifiably hot. I yes. feel this is a thing. That I, I, I have a lot of good-looking guy friends, and fine, it's it's totally fine. But you're like uh, weaponized. I feel. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. you're you're like Hollywood level. When did you realize you were a hot guy? <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'm just going to ask. It's, also, it, also, please show us your abs later. Yeah, okay. later. But like, well, first, answer the question. When did you realize I'm wondering it? where this is going. I'm like, this is getting kind of uncomfortable. Now. I'm like, where are you going? It's this? not going anywhere. It's going exactly right here. It's going to the beginning. Uh, 
It's a weird question, man. Like, honestly, if I don't answer it honestly, you know, growing up um, in Australia, I, I feel like the experience growing up in Australia for, for an Asian guy is probably similar to America. Right. I mean, we're not, you know, we're, we're a minority uh, and we're very underrepresented in media and on, you know, and everything you see, every sort of pop, pop culture media, like ads, to, like anything, bus stops, you see, you go past, it, it, you never see yourself represented. You never see guys that look like you, at least when I was growing up. Right. I think, it, I think it's changed very much recently. So I think the story is the same, whether you're here or there or where, like, if you grow if you've grown up in a western predominantly white society then you've been underrepresented as an asian guy uh and that that really affects you you know like uh, to never see a guy that looks like you ever get a girl in a film or be the good looking guy it does things to you as a kid mm. and and you you grow up feeling second best you grow up feeling not good enough and i think that kind of complex uh you know no one's really immune to that and so I definitely grew up with that challenge. And uh, it, it was, it's a hard question to answer because I still don't, it, it's not like I wake up and be like, oh, I'm, I'm like a super, super good looking, like better looking, whatever. <laughs> you I should, just though. exist. You that would be you know amazing I mean? like if I you did. Exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, should, I, I put that in my daily routine now. You should, wake up and go to you, you deserve it. You deserve it, man. All those, all those blowjobs we got. You look, you look good today, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, then, I, so then. I don't know. Like, I, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, it's it's so it's a very difficult question for me to answer because I feel like uh, the the idea of beauty has been defined by Western culture, and mm -hmm. so we kind of. We adhere to Western ideals of beauty, uh, and obviously not every we, we, our faces don't look like that. Let me ask. See a, yeah. Sorry, let me ask you this. So I I totally get all that because I you know I also grew up in uh, Ohio, which is there's there are no there are no Asians around. I was the only Asian person around. I would get people would say things to me like I'm not into Asian guys. I heard all that shit for sure. Yeah. W did you like? Did you have a like a girlfriend in high school? Like, did you find yourself like? Did anyone like because? You know, I understand you grew up in that environment, but I look like this and you look like that. So there must have been somebody who's like, well, you know what? Even though we're not supposed to think he's hot, he's kind of hot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, did you have certain girls or people in your life who even at a young age when... Before you know what? I never I never had the confidence to go after... Like, I've only ever dated Asian girls and it's Whoa. more recently become... It's more recently become a choice. Uh, because I just feel like, you know, it's just culturally, it's just easy and stuff. It's like, sure, sure. Like people ask like, uh, you know, how, how good was the set of Crazy Rich Asians? And I was like, it was great because you, we culturally got it. It's a whole cast of Asians. We never had to explain stuff like karaoke and like K-Bar. Right, so right, 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 it. right. You know, it's part of your life. So like that kind of stuff, like it's just easier and I feel closer, more connected. So it's been a choice more recently, but previously when I was younger, it wasn't a choice. It was more that I just never had the confidence to ever, like I felt like I had no chance. I've heard stuff before, like, "Hey, you're, uh, like, hey, you're pretty, you're pretty good looking for an Asian guy." Like, you know, I've heard that yeah, stuff yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all love that. That's a that's a great Very sentence. That's a that's a that's a that's a, that's a, cla that's a classic joke for from white people. Got it. <laughs> Nailed, Nailed it. You, you Nailed got me. It. Um, I, I I do want to talk a little bit uh, a little bit more about you know your, your career coming coming up. So you know you got here in 2013. 
you know, I mean, I'm sure you had to grind for a while before, you know, you started landing things more regularly. I mean, I assume I have no idea. Maybe, maybe you just started becoming famous right away. But is it, you know, what were, what were there? What was it? Was there any particularly bad roles that you were like, all right, I got to do this or, or like a really weird audition you had to do. And you're just like, I just got to do this. This is just like a part of being an actor, you know? Like heavy Asian accents, uh, like things you're uncomfortable whatever. with. Whatever. You know, I, you know, you, I got to be a toad. I don't know. Whatever it is. <laughs> That's a good role, by the uh, way. I take, I take that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would you too. know, I've, I've honestly, I've been pretty lucky. Like I, I, I think by the time I had thought about whether it was right or wrong to play heavy accents and do all that stuff, I had, um, I had just steered clear of it by yeah. by chance. Okay. No, I mean, like, mm. I definitely, I definitely went to some auditions where I had to do accents and stuff, uh, but I never got them. <laughs> <laughs> you're. <laughs> oh, you're bad at being racist. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Next. Next. But like, I can do oh, a great. A I can do a it. great Asian accent. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Damon got it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. Uh, no, but like having said that, the fir the very first gig I ever did, so I, I walked into a voiceover place, uh, and. I was like selling phones at the time, right? So I was just selling phones. And, and then they're like, can you do an Asian accent? I'm like, hell yeah. I was, you know, I, I wasn't connected to entertainment at all. Yeah. I just could do a really, really racist version of an Asian accent. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, okay, sweet, sweet, sweet. Well, uh, we got sweet a job racism. for you tomorrow. Right, yeah, yeah, sweet. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> racism. Oh my gosh, we'll, we will pay you for your yes, racism. Yes, yes, I'm yes, like, yes, I yeah. will accept that money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I would too. <laughs> And I went in and I dubbed the uh, English dub of the new Jackie Chan film, which at the time was New Police Story. Right. And so okay. I'm one of the voices on the English dub of that. And that was the first gig that I ever worked. Uh, so I guess you could say I got my break into the industry by being racist. It, yeah, but, but I don't blame you. I haven't had to do it since. But he's no. the coolest guy, though. Like, if there were, if the, if you had to do a racist accent for somebody. No, Not I didn't. I didn't. I didn't dub Jackie. I dubbed like it was one of Jackie. It was like Jackie's little brother. That'd be funny if you, if you were just doing uh, the animation version of Chris Tucker. He was just yeah, doing yeah, a black person. Like <laughs> I feel. Like, I feel like I'm. I'm trying to understand the I logic. Feel like Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker speaks with his eyes, man. Like you <laughs> yeah, can't yeah, dub yeah. him. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I'm trying to understand the logic too. Of okay, we need. So there's this movie. It can't. You know, a new police story. Okay. All right. Cool. It's in uh, Chinese. Okay. Cool. We need to dub it into English. Okay. Fantastic. But but not good English. Aha! That's like, what is the, what you know, like... Uh, right, right. It's like you're, trans you're translating people it. can't speak good English, bro. That's, that's why. <laughs> you got a great point. Um, well, I do want to leave enough time to talk about what you came here to talk about, which is your newest project. Uh, it's a Hulu movie called Palm Springs. Uh, yeah. And a quick synopsis for people who don't know. Uh, hey, if you haven't seen the show, and if you're a listener, uh, please go check it out on Hulu. It's super funny. I watched it the other day. Uh, the quick synopsis is it it's a movie that follows two strangers who meet at a Paul Springs wedding only to get stuck in a time loop. Um, and some of the uh, the biggest actors in it, Andy Samberg, uh, obviously from Lonely Island, and it's, uh, Kristen Milioti. Uh, she's, the, she's the mom from... Um, Hi, I Met Your Mother. Mother. Right. That's right. right. And then and then we have our own Chris Pang. And I, I just got to ask, I'm a big fan of Andy Samberg growing up, big fan of How I Met Your Mother. Like, you know, what, are you, were you a big Andy fan? Were you kind of freaking out that you got to work with him? Because you're like in a scene with him a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, of course I was freaking out, dude. I'm like, you know, it was weird. I was talking, 
I was talking to him and uh, so Lonely Island is is this weird phenomenon in Australia. So SNL is not a thing in Australia. Oh, really? Right? Because it doesn't. Oh, right. No, it doesn't. It doesn't air there. And Saturday night is like Sunday during the day or some shit. <laughs> yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we don't get SNL. And so uh, all the actors that we've seen come up now, I now realize I'm like, oh man, Will Ferrell, I know all his movies. He was from SNL. I'm like Chevy Chase. What the hell? He's like the, all these SNL alumni. The way they their path to get them there through SNL was completely missed in Australia because we didn't have that show. Mm. And, but Lonely Island was huge in huh. Australia. <laughs> okay. And it was because- Dick in the box I was talking was to Andy about it on set. I'm like, hey man, did you know that like, we don't have SNL, but we have Lonely Island? He's like, yeah. Like it was, it topped the Australian charts. One of their songs topped oh, the Australian really? charts. It was that, I like I, the- they had two big hits, uh, Dick in a Box and Jizz in My Pants. Jizz in My Pants, I think, was the one that, <laughs> that was a good one. topped the chart. It was. It was a great. It was that, great that, really, that really resonated well, with Australia. Yeah, what, uh, what a beautiful country. And, and, yeah. I think, and I was talking about it, and I, I, we realized, I'm like, I think I got it, bro. I think I know why. Because he didn't know why. He was like, he was really surprised. And I'm like, I'll tell you why. It's because Australians are all dickheads. <laughs> and, and we love that kind of humor. It's just so idiotic yeah. that it resonates with everybody in Australia. It's like, oh, I just ripped my headphones out. Um, <laughs> it's like this week, my friend sent me a, um, a news article, like a legit news article in Australia. Like, so the world news is like everybody pandemic. Yeah, everyone's like, people are dying. And then there's like, oh my gosh, all these serious things happening in Australia. The newsworthy uh, story was that. <laughs> Some guy broke up with his girlfriend by posting her number and asking for Chewbacca auditions. Oh, and so her yes, phone yes, 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 was yes. going off all night with people just going like, <laughs> <laughs> that's news in Australia. Like Australia's wow. been sick. That's the news. <laughs> that's amazing. And that's and Jizz in my yeah. pants. That's the number one song. Yeah. Jizz in my pants is number thought, one for I quite thought, a while. I thought you were gonna be like, you know, I I, I think I get why it's because Australians always jizz in their pants. It's just what we <laughs> yeah. do. It's part of the culture. It happens all the time. <laughs> um, I, I gotta ask, um, uh, I, you know, tell us more about like the the um, you know, the filming process, the set, the the set life, you know, well, like so project. I, yeah. it was, so it was it was hard for me, and it was hard because I am like I'm not a real. I'm not a comedic actor. Like I can be funny and stuff. And you know, I, if someone writes the lines and the lines are funny on the page and yeah, I can deliver them easy. Right. But I'm not like an improv guy. Mm. Like Ronnie is very funny on the spot. I can't do that. Right. And, and I need time to think about things and that. And so I'm on set and the set's pretty casual. If you, as you can imagine, it's like a, it's a small cast and we just filmed it up in like Palm. Uh, we, it's set in Palm Springs. We filmed it up in Santa Clarita. And uh, oh, which is just north of LA for those of you that don't live in LA. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's uh, like this, basically like a big, um, what is it like? I don't know, like a wedding space, basically. Right, right. Uh, there's, you can stay there. Yeah. And so we filled it all there. We're all just hanging out. Lots of time to just chill and do nothing. And so it was one of these days where I'm just chilling and doing nothing. Had plenty of time to work on stuff and do things and be productive, but just wasn't, you know, because I had nothing <laughs> to do. Uh, and then they come to me after about two hours of just me doing nothing. Uh, and then they're like, hey, we need you on set. I'm like, sick, 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 sick. I'll come to set. Came to set and they're like, yeah, 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 you're in this next shot. I'm like, oh, all right, what are we filming? And on the script, 
So you get you get little uh, script of what we're filming every day, and it says that it's a scene with Andy Sandberg and J.K. Simmons, and they're having a conversation, and the wedding's going on in the background. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I'm going to be in the background. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah. So we're going to do this extra shot. Um, you're on the microphone at the front because I'm officiating the wedding, right? Right. So I'm like basically hosting, and uh, so they're like, just take the mic and just you know we're going to shoot you. So just like you know just riff for like a minute or two oh wow what what do you what what do you what do you mean riff for a minute or two <laughs> like, yeah yeah yeah. just you know just like just make some stuff up just be funny just go and um and i'm like what do you, what i'm not that kind of actor dude uh... <laughs> just be funny are you kidding me and i and i think people forget because they're working with these comedy legends and then even the guys that were like smaller roles in that movie, they're a lot of them are like writers for SNL and writers uh, right, for right. you know um, tonight like all, all these um, talk yeah, shows the, and stuff. Yeah, the, the bartender was just, uh, Jennifer Edmond, I think she's a comedian. She's oh, hilarious. Wow. Yeah, and and so there's all these guys there that are just super funny, and and great at improv and hilarious. And then there's me. Right. And they're like <laughs> they forget that I can't do that, and they're just like, yeah, you yeah, just go, just go riff for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Like what? <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's okay because we're just rehearsals right now. So you know, you have a couple, of, you you have some time to just work it out, and then then before we shoot, I'm like, oh, all right. So when did the rehearsal? And then you hear the first assistant director. He's just like, all right, shooting the next. What, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um and so it was a very stressful shoot for me because a, a lot of it was, I'm like these guys are just so good at improv they're just used to just doing it right and but I'm not uh and so there's a lot of stuff that was not on the page and there was mm. a lot of stuff like Andy helped me out a bit and he's like hey 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 I got a line for you say this say this um and so I stole a lot of his lines uh but we made it work and so it was it was very fun and but it was just great seeing it happen right I, what did, so what did I you end up what did you end up doing for the minute? For the minute or oh, two? Oh, dude, I, I, I'd end up leaning heavily on the fact that I'm Australian. And so I, I went in. <laughs> that role wasn't supposed to be in an Australian accent. Oh, right, and then right, I right. I came in, and then they heard my Aussie accent. And they're like, dude, this is like, can, we, can you just do that for the movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, and so I've ended up doing, all right, let's take a second here. I just need to recognize the fact that an Asian Australian is probably already so, like, you don't see that so much in yeah. it, let alone an just even just an asian yeah 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 in media you never see that let alone asian australian and i've been australian in the last three films that i've done <laughs> i was australian <laughs> in uh in charlie's angels right and then in in this uh palm springs and also film that i produced in uh the philippines i was australian too it's been nuts uh feel, but yeah they, they yeah. want to yeah, yeah, go ahead. They wanted me to do that. So I'm like, sick. So then when I came up, I just, uh, I leaned very heavily into the Aussie accent. I like amplified it a lot and just started making up Australian terms that don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> That's what got me through. Uh, I do feel yeah. that there's something like we were talking about before we started recording that uh, there's something about Asian Australians that the camera loves i, I don't it, know it's why it's the accent bro i don't it, know what it, do you know alexander it, hodge do you know him uh yeah yeah, yeah. you know do, do you know him personally or or, or what yeah, it's yeah, you don't. but it's just like it's just like it's just like there's something about like a, a, a asian guy with an american accent get the fuck out of here <laughs> asian guy <laughs> with an australian accent oh fantastic take off take off your shirt take off yeah. your shirt immediately <laughs> 
and here's a here's a micro and here, here's a roll. You know, it's like it's, dude. It's crazy. I mean, it's it's real because you know I, this is the part I wanted to get to because listen, listeners, anals. We call listeners anals. That's yeah. Asian, not Asian listener. Oh, that's okay. a, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a good, anals. yeah. Anals. It's, it's a good I, one. I, I, yeah, I thought you would like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, so Chris Bang has gotten yeah. Asian dudes laid because of creators for Asians, right? Mm. But then he does it again in this movie because he basically. The entire movie, it's, it's an infinite time loop. So he's infinitely eating out this white girl in a bathroom. Basically the whole movie. That's his role, okay? He is How did eating you out this white girl. For this? Yeah, How no, did you prepare for this? Yeah, did you do some me- um, method acting for this role? Very, what was, what was going very, on very method. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my character, my character just does a lot of drugs and, uh, and eats girls, uh, other, other people's girlfriends out in bathrooms. Just had to really research it. Um, I, I, w- I probably did... Carry, heavy Trevor was his name. Character yeah. study for a good month before I went into filming. <laughs> That's why I'm so skinny in the movie. Just oh my lost God. a lot of weight. Oh, no, Jesus. The, oh, wow. <laughs> doing the cocaine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah it was good. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, that, was a, that was a great no, scene. You know, filming that, filming that was actually so weird. Why? Uh, I can only imagine. In like, what are you, what well, are you talking about? I, mean, I can imagine. Yeah, I mean, why? Okay, what are you look, talking look, about? Yeah. It would be weird anyway, eating out <laughs> someone on a screen, but. <laughs> Consider the fact that usually 99% of the time when you film a sex act on screen, the sex act is the focus of the scene. Right. But in this case, it completely was in the background. <laughs> and so, so Andy and Kristen are filming this full dialogue scene and taking their time because it's like an emotional scene that goes for a few pages. And I'm just eating her out in the background, dude. Right, yep. <laughs> and so I'm having to do... Th- I was there for like two hours. <laughs> wow, you're, let it be known. You heard it here first. Chris Pang goes down on girls for two hours, yeah, ladies. I'm just imagining you got your phone out, you know, you're just, you're checking Reddit. I don't it even know It was actually, it was like a Love Actually. Have you seen Love Actually? Yes, 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 yes. There's that, there's that storyline in Love Actually yeah. where they're like doing pornos or something yeah, and then yeah. they're just having the most mundane pedestrian conversation. It was like that. I'm like, <laughs> uh, we're just, I'm pretty sure we're talking about TV shows and Pokemon. Yeah. And I'm like in Pokemon. her badge and I'm like, Were you really like, having just, conversations? What's your face? Favorite Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> weird, so what are you thinking for lunch later? Was a huh? Yeah. That's funny. She was a champ. She was a champ. Was uh, a that's oh fantastic. Um uh what what are you what, what really are you? is that the evolution of Eevee? We're like <laughs> <laughs> Yo. That's some good that's some good improv, man. You said you weren't funny. You're funny. Um, yeah. Dude, always like lean it. on always lean on Pokemon. When always doubt, Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon. As, <laughs> as, as, two, like, what? as two comedians, I feel that you can almost always get a laugh by saying Pokemon or butt stuff. Just one of the two. Or if you can combine <laughs> them in some way. Just yeah, do that yeah. as well. It's it's yeah, like yeah. A, it's a surefire way to do it. Um I, I know that uh, we have to wrap up soon. I wanted to end with this question and then feel free to plug whatever you'd like to do. Uh you know, since you know your most recent project is this Hulu movie, Palm Springs, about Andy Samberg getting stuck in an infinite time loop. I wanted to ask you, since you were on the set for so long, yeah. if you had to get stuck in an infinite time loop, and maybe, Mike, you can answer this too, and so could I. If you had to get stuck in an infinite time loop, which era of your life or which specific moment would you pick? And why, Chris? Mm. Why? Mm. You can take a second to think about it, you know. Well, and, well, this is, this, this is tough because it's like, can I pick the future or not? Does it have to be something that I've lived? I mean, I guess if you have an idea for something, yeah. if you want to, what's gonna happen? What if you know the future? What the fuck? What do you know? What's yeah, gonna happen know to you? Stuff, what do you? Bro. <laughs> I know stuff. Oh my god! Oh, it's all those drugs you've been using. Oh <laughs> my god! 
Yeah, uh, go ahead. Yeah, whatever there, you want. Man, honestly, want? honestly, on honestly, I can say that the, the greatest moment of my life up to date was around the premiere of, of Crazy Rich Asians. It just straight up was because you I've lived like we spoke earlier about the experiences of growing up um, and what that meant. And so for a film to come out like I was in the theater uh, in the premiere sitting behind uh, in front of Kevin Kwan. Right. And and right. when the titles came up, the power of seeing those names and and uh, that they're all Asian and they're all people that we knew and we did this that we premiered and closed down the whole of Hollywood Boulevard that day and had our carpet expanding all the way in front of the TLC theater where all the handprints of all. Sorry guys, our Zoom connection got lost here. So we lost this beautiful thing that Chris just said, but Mike summarizes it. Here you go. Well, okay. So here, so here, so, so for, for the recording that I think we got some of it, but it sounds like Chris would relive this this powerful moment where where he and, and a bunch of Asian American actors and entertainers and writers came together and and had like something really powerful that was bigger than them that ha- helped you know change the way that people perceived uh, uh, people who looked like us. I think that's great. My thing, my time loop would be that same your time loop, Chris. It would be that exact same thing, except I'm in the background eating out. Your girlfriend. Okay, that's the, that would be my thing. That would be. <laughs> hey! Hey! I want to uh, thank uh, Chris Pang be for mad. being. I got to yeah. be <laughs> How do I reply to that? Pokemon no, no. butt stuff. <laughs> you, got it. you nailed it. Uh, Chris, where can our where can our uh, fans and everybody find you on social media and stuff? Oh no, this uh, this is not good. So, okay, so I'm Pangers P A N G E R Z on Twitter, and then Pangers was taken on instagram so i added an e and so it's really inconsistent it's pangers which is my nickname in australia pangers it's p-a-n-g-e-e-r-z on instagram <laughs> awesome awesome oh, yeah. uh, and you can uh, also he, yep please find us on uh, social media <laughs> at asian not asian pod everybody's laughing at me because my technology is shit uh and then uh you'll find us on patreon patreon.com slash asian not asian pod uh follow me and mike i'm on uh, social media at the fumi abe the c-h-e-f-u-m-i-a-b-e and you can find me on Instagram at NicePantsBro. Uh, we want to thank uh, Chris Pang once again. Uh, please uh, check him out on Palm Springs and in uh, subsequent uh, uh, shows. Um, and and just uh, we just wish you well, buddy. Thanks, uh, good luck with getting out and having a beer. Yeah, yeah that's cheers, it. Cheers, brother. Thanks for having me on the show. All Thanks right. for doing it, man. All right, man. See ya. See ya. Bye.